ESPN Radio 101.7. The team, I'm Joe O'Neill. He is Sam Hauser here until 7, a full show. We got Scott Galetti joining us in the 6 o'clock hour. And then uh, later on at 8, the Dodgers hosting the Rockies. Dodgers won last night 5-3 and hope to continue that tonight. Uh, Ryan Pepeo is on the mound for the Dodgers. And Herman Marcus gets another shot at the Dodgers. He was a loser at their last matchup up in Colorado. All right. Um, so uh, Friday afternoon comes, and boy, everything breaks loose with regard to uh, conference realignment. You, uh, UCLA and, and USC, huge, huge news. I mean, it, it was big when when Texas and OU uh, made the move, but because like you know Missouri had done that not too many years before, and Texas A and M, you know, more notably, had done it a couple of years before. Uh, it wasn't like the shock waves that we got with. The, the fact that UCLA and USC are going to be playing at Maryland and at Rutgers in conference games. It blows my mind, Sam. Well, and, it, and it honestly, it blows the other one out of the water. Like the money is going to be comparable as far as Oklahoma, as far as going to the SEC versus what now is, is going to the Big Ten. I've I've found it interesting, even you know, living in Big Ten country in the past, why that was so, so profitable where, where, I mean, it was a couple again. This was a few years ago now that te- that all these schools were getting fifty million a year off the media rights deal from the Big Ten. So you can understand why these schools want to go there. And if if you're the Big Ten, you kind of understand why you would want to do something like that. It's it, proximity wise, obviously, it makes no sense. Like we all had our fun with the jokes of imagining USC and UCLA starting a hockey team or playing at Camp Randall in a game in a night game in December when it's 12 degrees outside like that was what the holiday weekend was for but the more you think about it you start to realize what college sports is now is either eat or be eaten and the prime examples right now are the Big 12 and the Pac-12 and so rather than get eaten the Big 10 goes and and grabs two huge brands huge brands huge brands and, you know, amongst other things, like one of the things that Hawaii has as the, the like an, it, it, to somewhat of an advantage uh, of getting like teams to play them and do home and homes is that alumni like to go to those type of places. OK, and in the middle of November, uh, when. Iowa is going to be playing a road game, and their choice is either playing at Purdue, Northwestern, or at the Coliseum in California. I mean, it it is. I think uh, it's really going to create a lot of national, you know, synergy between that conference that it didn't have before. Right, and this just kind of goes along with what we what we've known for a while. But this is just the next domino to fall. Is that this is just this is the reality of the situation? Like it or not, happy about it or not, some if it wasn't the Big Ten and USC and UCLA specifically, if it wasn't that conference and those schools, it was going to it was going to be somebody else. And and now you get the and and now if you're the Big Ten, you're just you're, you're stabilized in in whatever whatever. Whatever over the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years, whatever happens around you, you're set. That is correct. And, you know, now, uh, and the thing is, we, we it's it, the inevitability. It was like eat or be eaten. Is that is that the 
kind of the way you explained it? Yeah, because if it wasn't them, and if, if it wasn't them, it would have been somebody else. And if it wasn't them, it would have been uh, it would have been a disaster scenario for the Big Ten more than any other conference because the Big Ten has a, a, a fairly uh, new commissioner. He's been there for a couple of years now. Got off to a I mean, it, it, it was a tough spot to be thrown into as a brand new commissioner, first time doing that role uh, in the in, at the height of the pandemic, but. Uh, Kevin Warren he got off to a pretty rough start, so this was a, a a big move there, and it was it is it's eat or be eaten, and uh, well, he just I'll, ate. So so it goes down, and we've had um, our our friend Darren Savino, who was an assistant coach to Fran Fraschillo back way in the day. Uh, he's the associate head coach for the UCLA Bruins. He joined us during the NCAA tournament the last couple of years. Bruins made the Final Four. Uh, they got within a shot of going again to the Final Four this year. Uh, Mick Cronin. Uh, was given an, a really nice bump in his contract, as was all the coaches. Uh, and uh, so I asked Darren, I was like, hey, you know, was any of this part of the discussion that you know of with regard to Mick getting his new deal? And he said, you know, no. Uh, you know, wh- whatever, this, how they kept, here, here's a big story in itself. How, how did they keep this such a secret? With all these ESP, or with all these college football uh, reporters, it shocks me that I didn't see any leaks about this at all. Because Darren said he was, you know, he was caught by surprise, and he he works for UCLA. I mean, they kept it on the the DL as much as you could keep something on the DL. So you're saying he found out with the rest yeah, of us? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Yep. Yeah, and uh, that's probably just more of a more of a, a leverage business play than anything else. Because as soon as that comes out, all it's going to do is is create a firestorm. And and you know you you're already oh, had, sure you're, yeah because I mean the Pac-12 understandably so the Pac-12 is already is already livid about it kind of like exactly like what Bob Bowlesby and the Big 12 were when we found out that Oklahoma and Texas were moving but then they they look into the rules and the contracts and realize they have no control over it after. You know, 2024, I think, is the season they're bolting. Right, 2024-25 is when USC, it's it's real. It's not April 1st. USC and UCLA are going to join the the Big Ten. And there's so many reasons why, obviously. I I can't wait. You know, if somebody's been in, uh, if somebody's a Southern California kid and they get to go to, they get to go to Lincoln or, or Lincoln or Iowa City, for the first time, whatever, uh, hopefully for their sake, it's in August and September when it's a little prettier. But honestly, for entertainment purposes, hopefully it's in late November and maybe yeah. somebody will see snow for the first time. Maybe this will spark one of those two programs to start a, a, a Division One hockey program. I mean, the... the The good thing about this one, even like that's the thing, even more so than when than Texas and Oklahoma, the. For, for the for the entertainment value, this one just blows it out of the water. Just for all the the possibilities and all the all the jokes. You think there's it's bigger news than when uh, the Big Ten added Maryland and Rutgers? <laughs> there's still no just explanation. Kidding. There's still no explanation for why for why that happened. Well, uh, the, except for Rutgers the pay- is the New Jersey slash New York market. Okay, and. They're getting a little bit better. I mean, when they went to the tournament this year in basketball, I believe, and their football team—I don't know—they probably still stink. But anyway, I mean, that's they, that. They, was hey, they got. Hey, they were one of those five-win teams that got into a bowl game. Okay, well, whatever. as an emergency fill-in. They, but in basketball, they have gotten much better. But no, like that—that's the only thing that can explain with a, a conference that has Michigan, Michigan State, Indiana, Iowa, Wisconsin, Penn State. You know, would would be like reaching out to like. 
Rutgers, it's you know because of that market, and then right. you know Maryland. I'm sure the, the, the some sort of the same thing, and um, but that hasn't proven to be very successful. And and I'll tell you another one that has not been proven to be much of a factor in that conference is Nebraska. I mean, uh, they have been a dud for the last twenty years in in football. And can anybody remember them really being all that good in basketball? I can't, but. Anyway, they no. got USC, uh, you know, and, and now in the in the age of big name uh, college football coaches, um, we know we have Lincoln uh, Riley at USC, uh, Chip Kelly at UCLA. Now, all of a sudden, going to be under the microscope. I mean, he's not, you know, he's not going to be playing Oregon State and you know University of Washington, you know, on the road. You know, you're going to play in some pretty pretty hefty opponents on the road now. And and I've seen a lot of that over the last few days that there's actually this this excitement brewing from not, not even just from the, the, the football standpoint is is the you know college football is always just going to continue to be more and more its own entity. But from the basketball side of it, because you know Darren Savino and and Mick Cronin and I spell fun W I. I mean they're gonna get. I mean you're gonna have you know Paulie Pavilion versus you know versus you know uh, uh, some of these other uh, Indiana fam- Indiana right. UCLA is going to be a conference basketball game. right and and I mean it, it's a home and home it, it's like it, it's like these tournaments that we see in in November. You know that that are just you. Know, it's it's cool just because you get the biggest names in sports are going to play each other in a preseason tournament, but they're going to play now in in conference tournaments. Ohio State, UC, USC in a regular season game. I saw this too. Uh, ben Bolts from uh, LA Times put out a story earlier today that you know we're all focused on on the money and there's the greed aspect of it. But he uh, but again uh, uh, he put out a story earlier today that for a school like UCLA, it's going to keep. A lot of their Olympic sports alive because the the influx that's going to come in from what they're going to get. I mean, even if we're just taking it, you know, uh, as it is now, they're going to get a lot uh, the the pay raise that they're going to get from being going to the Big Ten versus even what the Pac twelve is getting now is going to be a big bump. And for a lot of schools that either struggled to make it through the pandemic because of just how hard it was or because they realized that you know they that spending wasn't exactly a strong suit before that, and then the bill came. When the pandemic came, the- no, the the pandemic put a magnifying glass on the struggles of UCLA and USC collectively. I know UCLA was running into an issue with uh, Under Armour, I think, um, who was their partner. Uh, there was a lot of concern uh, about those uh, athletic departments, like in that in the midst of the the pandemic. And my, you know, hunch is that they didn't come out of there all things rosy since then. So when you're putting this this stack of cash in front of those two schools, you know, uh, like for example, uh, the the travel. Everybody's like talking about the, they're going to travel like for basketball. A road trip is a road trip in football. I mean, I uh, you know it, with basketball you stay out on the road a while. So they'll be partners with USC. And for example, one would play Maryland one night, the other team would play Rutgers the other. Two days later, boom, 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 and then they're back. And then those two schools would do the same when they did that. That's the way it used to be back in the WAC and maybe even the Mountain West Conference travel partners. So that that's what they have, you know, um, as a benefit to them is the, the the ability to travel together with USC like that. Men's and women's basketball too. You can have Absolutely. them play. You get, have them play either double headers or back to backs or you know alt- alternate nights or or whatever. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll make get out. creative. Yeah. All right. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, the the. 
you know, it, it just seems like the dominoes are just starting uh, to fall, Sam, because you're hearing a lot of, I, I'm hearing about the Big 12 going after Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah. You know, I mean, it, like, this is the kind of stuff that we're going to see almost on a daily basis since this UCLA-USC thing went down. Right, it's going to create all these rumors because now these other conferences have to figure out... It, Right now, basically, for all intents and purposes, they're they're incomplete. And I mean, if there's any silver lining, they get a couple of years to figure this out because they don't join the Big Ten until the the 2024-25 season. But that that moves a lot faster in in college administration time, of course, than than it does for us. So they're gonna. Uh, there's already talks of the two of, of the Pac-12 and the rest of the Big 12 maybe blending together or just a few more you know swaps here and there, and then you get some of the other smaller conferences involved. Like they're you know. I, well, another one, and we got to take a break. Yes. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the ACC in this, too, because Notre Dame is part of that conference in uh, football and men's basketball, but it's kind of a, a, a weird deal that they have in line. We're going to talk about that and the impact that Notre Dame might have in the big picture when we come back. You're listening to Team Talk. He's Sam Hauser. I'm Joe O'Neill, ESPN Radio 1017, the team.